Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the newest episode of Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. I'm your host, Jason Fraley, picking the brains of the top filmmakers, musicians, and artists of our time. Full House actor and comedian Bob Saget died tonight at the age of 65. I spoke with him in 2016 when he came to the Kennedy Center, first to honor Joan Rivers, then to roast James Carville. Mr. Saget, I grew up watching you, so it's an honor. Thanks for joining us. Oh, my pleasure. It's absolutely a pleasure. I I grew up watching myself. I I don't even know anymore. (laughs) What is that experience like? Did you even recognize yourself? No, I don't. I don't have, no. no <laughs> I just try to get rid of the water I retained. Yeah, that's... And I'm also coming in August 20th at the Warner Theater in uh, D.C., so I'm excited about that, doing my full show. This is uh, I'm actually in, in D.C. twice, uh, coming up next week on uh, Wednesday, um, honoring Joan Rivers at the Kennedy Center, and then on uh, Thursday... Uh, uh, roast master of the Carville uh, roast, and then on August 20th at the Warner Theater, just me being me. So, God help everybody. Yeah, that's a, a big lineup there. Uh, I guess before we go into the Carville thing and your Warner Theater thing, just give me real quick. You know, what what, are you, what do you have planned for the Joan Rivers thing? Well, the Joan Rivers thing, uh, I was requested to do stand-ups, stand-up because I was, they say that I was one of Joan's uh, favorites, uh, which is beyond an honor in itself. And she was one of the best at what she did. And um, I I will try to do material that mirrors my version of hers, which she would probably be complaining about my relationships and uh, that she she used to complain about hers. And and maybe some topical stuff and and some name-dropping stuff, which is um, what she was also known for. I I never got as... uh, tabloidy in, in my uh, attacking people as she did, which made her such a tenacious, amazing comedian that was able to withstand all these years and everything that she's been through. And if you see the movie Joy, it, it kind of mirrors that as well. That's awesome. Well, it's, it's a huge honor that, that they would ask you. Um, uh, all right, moving on to, to, to Carville. How'd they, how'd they tap you to, to do the roast of him? Did, do you and James go away back as well? Well, uh, Lewis Black dropped out, and he's a bastard for doing that. So they said, "Bob's in town. Let's get Bob." So it's like they really, they really wanted me bad, just simply because they had the hotel room available. So they had no reason to to want me for it, but the, except for the fact that whatever semi fame they were excited about, uh, I'm real excited to host it. And I I said this actually in a press release because I'm excited to find out who he is. So and all the people on the dais, you know, I, I know. Jim Norton, I know Jeff Ross, I, you know, I'm friends with, with a few of the people, and I have met James Carville at a Conan one time, he came up to me, we talked for 20 minutes, then he headbutted me in the chest as hard as he could, so <laughs> he is also a tenacious man, and um, 
I didn't mean to call Joan a tenacious man. God bless her. <laughs> uh, but uh, James is someone that I actually admire and uh, and respect, and so it'll be fun to do uh, disrespecting, unadmirable material toward him. Definitely, and uh, you, some, just looking at the lineup of some of the people, um, you know, D.L. Hughley and Tony Kornheiser, Mary yeah. Matlin, um, and the one I'm really looking forward to, other than yourself, sir, is uh, Triumph the Insult Comedy Dog. He, he's that, hilarious. And that's uh, of, of the great Robert Smigel is the mind behind that uh, wonderful character. I, I, I'm very excited to see Smigel. Uh, let me just pull the curtain away so you see the wizard is standing there. <laughs> Pay no attention to the man behind the dog with the cigar. Right. The triumph is, it, it will by far surpass anything I attempt to do. My, my goal on the thing, and I think what they want me to do is to be as affable a host as possible in an evening that could turn into a nightmare because uh, uh, Mr. Carville's wife, Mary, will be there, and she's a Republican, and he's a Democrat. So there's a lot of good jokes about what goes on in their bedroom. Um, but... Um, <laughs> Because it's very hard to get a jackass and an elephant in the same bed. <laughs> <laughs> Especially this campaign season. I mean, are, there's there's, there's got to be, you know, there's no shortage of political jokes you guys are going to be able to do. Trump no, and Hillary and No, I don't like them. I hate them because it's all so upsetting right now because we <laughs> turn this into such a large cat fight, you know? Right. Um yeah, it's uh, it's it's like a reality show at some point rather than something serious, which is a shame. Yeah, it really is. We've become in the Kardashianism of America is what we have become. We've become uh, name calling, and and it's and it's worked because we're that place in 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 humanity. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, if uh, let's say our listeners come out to the show, is it going to be um, you know, is it going to be sort of a clean sitcom, Bob Saget, or is it going to be raunchy stand up? I know you've written a whole book about the uh, dichotomy Dirty there. Daddy, yes, yeah, my New York Times bestseller. Yeah, um, nice plug. <laughs> yeah, who knew? Who knew? I didn't know. Yeah, it, they they tell you it is, and then you go, "Who fixes?" <laughs> um, which show are you referring to now? Oh, sorry, the... obviously I'm planning to move to Washington after this interview. You, you should, yeah. Um, uh, the the Carville one. That one, I think, is, is going to be uh, an R-rated uh, roast. There's, there's no way for it not to be. You know, I'm going to set the tone. There's no. There's no. Uh, I don't see how you drop an F-bomb when you're asking for him. I mean, <laughs> this is a nice man who does four different... He's talented enough to not only be a political advisor, uh, but he's he's incredible at sports broadcasting. Um, he's a he's a male model for um, Fright Night. And <laughs> uh, he's a big Halloween. Uh, he frightens children. Um <laughs> You know, I mean, no, but he, he really is, is quite a quite a learned uh, human. He's been in more movies and TV shows than most of the comedians on the dais. So he is he is um, an anomaly. And um, so, but but that has nothing to do with the fact that yes, it's going to be a dirty roast. You got Jim Norton. Um, Triumph. So Triumph. <laughs> I mean, you know, words are going to fly. You don't want to bring a fourteen-year-old to this thing. I would say it's a twenty-one up affair. And all these raunchy jokes bouncing off the prestigious walls of the Kennedy Center is going to be a nice little uh, uh, irony there. I know it is not the place you do this kind of thing, <laughs> but you know, it is now, baby. Yeah, I know. I know they were. They couldn't find a synagogue that would take it. <laughs> awesome. Um, we'll wrap up here real quick. Um, I wanted to congratulate you on uh, on Fuller House. I, I think I read some article where where Netflix had said it it, it had done even better than expected ratings wise. Yeah, um, it's huge. In fact, it actually took a dent out of Friday night regular programming on network. 
uh, when it first came out, and now we're sh- I'm shooting one the week after next next week after the Kennedy Center uh, week. We're, I'm shooting an, an episode, and it's very funny what we've been doing. And it's funny, Stamos and I posted it, Candace Bure posted it, and it ends up. Uh, you know, on on Deadline Hollywood, it becomes a piece of news, and it's like, boy, are we out of news? <laughs> <laughs> you said you're getting ready to shoot another episode. Is this season two? Yes, I'm 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 doing three episodes this season. So the week after next, I will be shooting uh, for season two. Right. I mean, I, I knocked it out. Yeah, I was surprised how fast I knocked it out. I mean, I hadn't you know watched it as a kid, but I was surprised how. Fa- I mean, but is it really all that surprising? I mean, those numbers well, right is, there reflect how beloved you are. They did it properly. They hired yeah. a new cast. They had Candace's kids are adorable. Um, all the supporting people, all the new people that came into the show are just really great. And um, I think for what it is, you know, it's a show made for kids that they could watch with their parents and. You can take your eight-year-old, leave it in the room, never have to see it again, and just let it binge watch for seven hours. So it's a child's breaking bad is what it is. A <laughs> child's breaking bad. I love it. But and I'm coming in, uh, and people want to get tickets, they can just go to the Warner Theater in August. I'll be there. And, uh, or go to my website, bobsaget.com, because that's my name. And uh, I will be doing uh, my, my stand-up without, uh, without holes barred, which just sounds kind of ridiculous considering <laughs> at both the Joan Rivers uh, honoring and James Carville's uh, roasting, uh, there won't be any uh, holes uh, barred. That just sounds dirty as it is. I, I, I don't mean it to. <laughs> but I love playing uh, I love playing Washington. I mean, it's one of my favorite cities and um, that's, uh, that's Saturday, August 20th. I'm at the Warner Theater, so people should buy their tickets. That, I think you can get 18-year-olds into. I'm not sure. Well, My act is meant for fifteen-year-olds, to be honest. <laughs> you can, you have, you can do, you have range. You know, I mean, I, I, I always thought, you know, you, you deserved even, you know, all the kudos in the world. Like even some of that stuff with like the cement mixer through the window in Full House when you guys grabbing the pans. To me, that's right up there. That's like our generation's, you know, Lucy and Ethel and that. You know, like I always thought you guys deserved even more credit than than what you got, which was a lot. But um, I, I think your, you know, your, your comic timing, both physically and, and you know, and on stage. It, is right up there with the best. Well, you're very kind. I don't. I, where do I make the checkout? Are we back <laughs> to the old days? This is the old days of broadcasting you're, where you just give people gifts. You were supposed to tell me that was off the air, sir. Remember, we we oh, were, we talked crap. about this. Well, yeah. the refrigerator is already in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> we I hope pre- you like a really good ice maker. Yeah, I really, really, really appreciate you. Yeah, you taking the time. Well, um, thank you for having me. I mean, you're the guy. You're the gracious guy. I'm just hanging out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You kidding me? I, I just all your all your episodes like it was like a family affair, you know. The the hole in the bedroom wall singing dad dad dad. I mean, I'll, you know, we could go on forever, but well, the hole in the bedroom wall is something new I'm working on and it's X-rated, so I'm pretty excited. <laughs> That's the perfect place to leave it. Uh Bob Saget, thanks so much for taking the time. Uh come check out um come check him out at the Kennedy Center for Joan Rivers, then for James Carville Roast, and then uh, stick around later in the summer for um for Warner Theater. Thank you, sir. Thanks for having me, and I will see you at all three of those because I know that you're obsessed with me. (laughs) Sounds good. Later. Thanks so much, man. Bye. I also spoke with Saget's Full House co-star, John Stamos, when he hosted a Capital Fourth in D.C. in 2017. 
Mr. Stamos, hey, thanks so much for calling in. It's an honor to talk to you. Jason, call me John, please. <laughs> John, thanks for, for calling Stamos, in. I feel old enough as it is, Mr. Stamos. <laughs> well, John is <laughs> going to... Hey, man, how are you? Uh, John's going to be uh, hosting the uh, Capital Fourth concert on Tuesday, July 4th. Um, how, familiar, mm-hmm. how familiar are you with this? Do you, have you watched it on PBS, or is this your first time hosting it? I have, yes, yeah, my first time hosting it, but I have watched it, and... Um, the first time I ever really played with the Beach Boys was in 85 on the 4th of July at the Monument with a million people there and Jimmy Page playing guitar. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, you can't get more American. I've said it. Like, you get the Beach Boys, D.C., 4th of July. You'd have to, to be more patriotic, you'd have to shoot apple pies out of a T-shirt gun, I think. I mean, this is it. Could we arrange that with the apple pies? I don't want to. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> I've never seen one of those. But I think, you know, like all sort of kidding aside, like this is an important time to celebrate being an American and what it means to us. It's certainly different than even a year ago, right? I mean, um, yeah. I think it's I think it's a great place to start. I mean, you know, and I don't want to oversimplify it and people go, oh, Stamos, you're crazy. Just get together and sing a song. But mm-hmm. it's kind of what it is. Like, well, you know, it's, whether you're watching the show on, you know, at home with your family or if you're there live, I mean, getting together singing, you know, dancing, celebrating our country, sort of really stopping to think what is it, what it means to us. You know, my, my grandfather came over from Greece through Ellis Island, and, you know, he, he wanted a better life for his family, and, and because of it, I'm, I'm here now, you know, talking to you. Exactly. It is the perfect time to celebrate. You're right. And you mentioned the Beach Boys, but and also a, a really impressive lineup with Four Tops, Trace Atkins, uh, the winner of The Voice, right. a, bu- a bunch of people. But uh, you mentioned you played with the Beach Boys back there years ago. Is there is there any chance you'll you'll hop up there with them again and perform a little, or is it just hosting? No, no, I'm doing. I'm playing. Uh, I'm playing as well with them. Um, I'm doing. Uh, they're doing four songs. Or something. So no, no, I'm hosting, and then I'm also. I know for sure one of the songs I'm doing with him is Do It Again, which, uh, which I love. And Mark <laughs> McGrath is on that track as well, awesome. which would be cool. Uh, so, yeah, and I'll, I'll, I'll be playing with him. Oh, that's awesome. Do I you think know- that was the first deal. They said, do you want to play? And I said, yeah. And they go, you want to host? I'm like, hmm, okay, yeah. <laughs> I mean, because you know, it, it is an important time to, to bring people together. Decency is at an all-time low, and discord is high. And we've got to figure this out, you know. Absolutely, come on! It's it, that's not who we are at our at our core. I'm with you, man. Let's get out there and let's no, change I the mean, tone a little bit. No, I mean we're pushing each other away, and I don't, I don't I don't like it. And you know, if if a day like like this, you know, the Fourth of July thing can bring people together just for an hour and a half, despite your political differences, and you know, sing music and dance, and you know, like you said, the, the it's a great lineup, a completely diverse lineup, like our country, you know. But let's get together. Let's knock it off. Absolutely. I'm with you, man. Um, looking ahead yeah, to later right. this year, um, congrats on, on Fuller House. I know season three is going to be coming up. I hope. I, I, I Have they announced a, a date for that yet, the release date? I don't think they have, so I can't say, but I, uh, uh, I think it's, uh, uh, it's soon enough. Yeah. <laughs> well, either we're, we're, we, you know, the thing is, we're, we're shooting 18 episodes this year, which is cool, but yeah. more than normal. And, um, uh, what was I going to say? And we're right in the middle of it. We're literally 
like the middle. I think we've done nine or something. Well, I've, so. I've, I've really been enjoying the, the first two seasons. It's a nice mix of, you know, the nostalgic and, and, and it's also but refreshing and it's, and it's its own thing. But has, um, Thank you. Has, has, it, has the show sort of allowed you, and, and I'm sure, you know, Bob and Dave and everybody else, but has it allowed you to sort of appreciate how beloved Uncle Jesse was to everyone? I'm sure as soon as Full House ends, you know, you guys all want to go, you know, show your other sides and do all that. But have you kind of allowed, has it allowed to sort of step back and say, wow, I mean, this really meant a lot to a lot of people? Yeah, that's a very good observation because me more than any of them, I, I was the first guy to say, I don't want anything to do with this show. And I'm like, you know. <laughs> And when I realized that there was no getting away from it, <laughs> I embraced it, and I'm glad I did because yeah, because you didn't, you know, back then it just, it wasn't it you know it was in the it was number one a lot of the time, but top ten, top five, and nobody we were never on cover of magazines, we never got nominated for awards, you know, we weren't hip, we weren't cool, and you know there wasn't social media, so we didn't we didn't know how how important it was or how much it meant. You know, you couldn't just post a picture and see how many people liked it. You had to go to the mall to see if you were you know, popular. Right. And it is, it, that, that's a very good observation because it is nice to sit back and go, oh, this did mean something to someone. And look, the reason why it's back now and still uh, appreciated is because what we're talking about, values, family values and heart. And those shows that were winning all the awards and that were on the cover of magazines 30 years ago, you don't hear from them now. You full house. I'm telling you, man, it, it oh. went. It, it, there's something to that. I mean, yeah, the acclaim and everything's great, like you're saying, you know, the gritty dramas. But there's something where you guys went straight to the heart of all of us families. I mean, I was one of them, and you know, it's, you entered our living rooms, and so there's like there's something to that special bond there that that you know you can't top. Um, yeah, and no matter the, what the package is, you know, the wrapping or whatever, whether it's sophisticated and the writing's great, that you know. The message is what was important, right? And like you said, you you heard it loud and clear because you, you needed it. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, I know, I know we uh, we got to run real quick, but before we go, I gotta know was was have mercy in the script, or was that something you came up with in your own uh, genius? <laughs> well, I don't know about genius. <laughs> Gary Marshall, who was one of my mentors, he uh, he says you got to come up with a catchphrase. Come, you know, Fonzie had hey and hey. sit on it, and right? And so um, I got it from really, I got it from uh, we used to say it in the band. When we saw a hot girl, we'd say, have mercy. But it was sort of from um, uh, Pretty Woman, the, you know, where, where Roy Orbison says, mercy. And yeah, yeah. That's kind of where it came from. <laughs> but it, it, is a, it is a good catchphrase because, you know, people say it back to me, and it's a form of like, hey, you, you're looking good, you know. But it's better than, you know, sit on it or something, probably. I'd, I, I'd rather hear have mercy than sit on it. Yeah, it's yeah, it's even better than dynamite, I think. Uh, no, but you mentioned Gary, you mentioned Gary Marshall. He didn't he right before he passed away. He gave you TV Land's uh, the Timeless Icon Award. How big of an honor was that to get to hear that from a guy like Gary? And unbelievable. I mean, my whole that I grew up watching you know those shows. That that's all I that was as high as I wanted to go. I wanted to be on a show like like Happy Days, and I guess I ended up that with with the guy who created it. It's one of my dearest friends. It's a it's been a really wonderful life, and I'm, I'm, I, I don't, especially now more than ever, I don't go a minute without, or day, you know, or hour without realizing how lucky I am and, and showing my gratitude. And, you know, we're going we're gonna to bring all that back on the, on the fourth because, uh, you know, to st- like if my grandfather could, 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 you know, he's not around, but if he, if he could be turned on the TV and see his grandson standing, you know, at, at, at the Capitol hosting a show about, being an American, I mean, my God, how how incredible is that? 
It's it's unbelievable. Well, we're lucky to have right? you. We're, yeah, exa- exactly. Well, I hope I hope you soak it in and, and really enjoy it when you're there. We really appreciate you taking the time to to join us. Thank you. And will you be there? You come to the concert? I will try to get down there. Yeah, right. We're here in DC. Come we got to be able to come out. Yeah, let's go. I'll be there. Yeah. All right, right. All right. Thanks, man. Nice talking to you. Thanks. Thanks so much for joining us on Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. Remember to hit the subscribe button and give us a five-star rating if you like what you hear. We'll see you next time. I wanted to take a second to tell you about an app I really enjoy. Living in the D.C. area is great, and Podcast D.C. gathers all of the local shows that I like all in one local app. Health, sports, local news, politics, and so much more. Podcast D.C. is the new local app with hundreds of D.C. area podcasts to choose from. I can earn exciting rewards just for listening and share the podcasts I love instantly. Available in the App Store or in Google Play, listen local with Podcast D.C.